0: All right, everybody, uh, faithful host, back in the house for episode 112 of the Creative Riding Motorcycle Podcast. Tonight, we're going to have a little bit of talk about a show. We're going to have some news and uh, might do a little roast my bike. Oh, oh yeah. All right. See you in a minute. Right. So everybody, welcome back This is episode 112 of Creative Writing Motorcycle Podcast I am in the house tonight with Senor Wiggins Yeah He meant C <laughs> Oh yeah <laughs> C <laughs> And uh, he's back uh, from an escapade up north We'll talk about that in a little bit First off, uh, actually how are you doing tonight?
1: Uh, still recovering from that escapade
0: up oh, north Oh my god, how was your, how was your Valentine's Day? I hope everybody had a happy Valentine's Day um. <laughs> gonna, yeah, it was great It was great, yeah, it was awesome <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I got my old lady yet But I, I got her something good Yeah, no, Happy. I hope you all had a good Valentine's Day My wife actually asked me if we were going to do a Valentine's Day She said it like all kind of cute too Like, are you guys going to do a Valentine's Day episode? And I was like, no And then I was like, I don't know, maybe we should And then I was thinking, <laughs> well it's It's too short of a notice for the listeners But next year, maybe we could do like the Oh, I forget what his name was, but like the John. Send us candies and shit. Yeah, yeah. Send us candies. I was thinking like the Johnny Fever, like shout outs from like the 1980s to this is uh, from Johnny to Susie with love. You rev me up like a two stroke or something, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, next year
1: we'll have to do some, some cheesy. So uh, they can just print them off the the website and sign them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you, you can, get my tailpipe of smoking. <laughs> You make you have a loud exhaust that I like. <laughs> Let's burn some rubber. <laughs> yeah, oh. hey, so you, baby, I sure do like that gas tank.
0: <laughs> yeah, did you say gas tank or ass tank? Gas tank, uh, uh, gotta keep it motorcycle related. That's true. Um, so yeah, next year maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll have some, uh, maybe you can write in your Valentine's a couple weeks beforehand we'll read them out on the air we'll do dedications and we'll sing some cheesy Barry White I'll make some uh really rad slow jam music <laughs> for everybody but uh yeah my Valentine Day was awesome hope you had a good one hope you got a box of uh exhausts this uh this year under the tr- uh Valentine tree <laughs> okay let's quit talking about Valentine's Day and get into some news. <clears throat> I got some news and we've been I actually you and I talked a little bit about this.
1: It's good news or bad news.
0: It's uh, it's news, let's just put it that way. Okay. To me it's good news. And uh so we, we had talked about this a little bit before and never actually gotta flesh it out all the way. And it's uh from Energica. Oh, okay. And remember we saw them at um, IMS, I guess, yeah. and we we're like, man, those, those are some of the coolest electric bikes we've ever seen. Unfortunately, those are the only cool electric bikes we've ever seen, pretty much.
1: Yeah, I talked to Alta a little bit this weekend. Right. And they're they're getting there. I have to say, uh, since we're on the short topic of electric, Alta has lowered their prices. And they actually said what we said when we went to zero, and zero told us the opposite. But they said that basically the technology is getting more affordable.
0: Yeah, Dude, it's basically like a drone camera, like those things, a drone uh, about 10, 15 years ago would have cost you like $3,000 Yeah, and now you can go pick up one. I mean, it's like military. For a few hundred bucks. Yeah. That's it, really nice.
1: Yeah. They said, uh, they went from like a big drop to, they were like 14 something uh-huh. and they're like 10 something. Yeah. I, like they were reimbursing people who recently bought one. Didn't? Did we talk about that
0: last episode where I was looking at the DRZ and the... And the uh zero and the Alta, and I noticed that Alta had just uh i think I did because I was looking they dropped down to like the zero price range, and they look way better, and they get I think they're below well they might be below they might
1: depending. be but they have less range, I think they only have a fifty mile range, but yeah. one of them is street legal, the supermoto and street legal, yeah,
0: then again fifty mile range they're mostly dirt bikey you they know are like, they are yeah, and so uh but the zeros that's the only thing they have going for them is that they're more street, more models are street legal than than Alta, but Alta straight up, straight the. Um, I they mean, they go toe good. to toe.
1: They look really good. Yeah, and the zeros look cheap.
0: Yeah, the Alta looks like a kick ass dirt bike, and they are. Yeah, they. Josh Hill raced one at the a straight, uh, the Red Bull Straight Rhythm last year. Because I think the Misfits, came, that's when they came down to chill with me, is because they were on their way down to uh, to see that. It was either last year or the year before. Wait, and um,
1: yeah, it was. Who's Josh Hill?
0: He's the, he raced the Alta. Um, I think he's an old
1: yeah, CNC or I'm motocross guy. Th- I'm thinking of now. I'm gonna forget his first name. Hill, but it was a CC guy. Yeah, King of the Hill. Oh. No, maybe he'll sack, he might. but I don't think that was him. Yeah, I he's, don't know. He's a freestyle guy. Yeah. And he's good, but I don't think he's like, the Ulta got like second or third, didn't it? Yeah, they did really well. Yeah. yeah. I,
0: it was If it wasn't that, it was like at least top five if it wasn't like podium. yeah. So, but they looked really, really awesome. And there was even one at the women's moto show, J-Rod had it out there. Um, she was showing it off. Um,
1: Liza said she's going to go back on the show and put in a good word for me. Maybe they'll send us one.
0: Yeah, Maybe. We'll keep our fingers crossed on that. And um, in the meantime, let's get our hands on one of these Energicas. I will bring one up for you to see in a second here. But um, I, I had this press release from a while ago. Uh, they announced th- some things last year. And we'll we'll talk about some of this. Like in, in last December, they had made a couple announcements. Um, they're getting in Germany and in California uh, – Basically, the Moto Club of Santa Monica is a Californian dealer located in the most populous state in the United States is what it says in their press release. Um, I thought New York was, but maybe it is California. But anyway, Santa Monica is developing EV charging stations like crazy, and we're going to have someone else on the show. I don't want to get into all that yet because that's actually a topic that I've been wanting to talk about since last November. Are Um, the
1: Energicas 110, like the— Zeroes? I think so. Yeah, I like that. That's
0: super cool. I actually have a spec sheet on them, and I'll be able to tell you that in one sec. But at the Consumer Electronics Showcase, right after IMS, when we saw those, mm-hmm. we saw the e- the Ego, the Energica Ego, and I don't think those were the GP bikes, but the FIM E Moto EGP. Bikes are going to be based off of those. Well, you said uh, it's going
1: to be the naked one too, right? Or is that a different, that's a different thing?
0: Yeah, that. here's okay. the deal. They have three of them out, and I have some pictures that I'll show you in a sec. But uh, they announced already that they were going to be part of the FIM E-Cup in 2019. And then the, at the Consumer Electronics Showcase in uh, Vegas, they uh, released the S-A-S-A, which is... Um, it's called the Eva or something like that. And basically it was inspired by the Via Emilia, which was a road that was built in um, by the Roman consul Marco Emilio Lepido in oh, 180, 187. So how old was I in <laughs> 187? <laughs> I think I was already 20. That was, two, uh, that was about 2,000 years ago. Yeah, I, was, I think I was 20 at that time. Um, but yeah, it was named after the oldest road in Italy built, you know, BCE uh, 187 years um, you know b- BCE and so it's literally goes right through Motor Valley and they're like this is the beginning this is the origination of like Rome and so we're gonna name our bike after this and the Sasa 9 is like a naked retro looking one that mm-hmm. looks to me pretty bitching similar to like the new CBR 1000 how it kind of has that retro but future style yeah and then they also made their announcement about the, um, they unveiled the uh, the Ego Corsa, which is going to be their MotoGP bike for the electric MotoGP. Um, the countdown, it's coming in 2019, so it seems like a little while away, but they got to get bikes, they got to get riders, teams, spec, you know, they got to get all that stuff hammered out. So and it's going to be, I... It'll be here before you know it. I mean, yeah. 2017 but... like flew by.
1: <laughs> but I feel like it's a... It's kind of pricey, but I guess the G. When you think GP and going racing, FIM, like you're looking at. <clears throat> I mean, the GP bikes are million dollar programs, but yeah, I don't know. And it's cool if they can get some people into it. I think, um, you know, it I, it's got to be hard to offer contingency, yeah, because everyone's on the same bike.
0: Yeah, it'll be. I mean, the Harley Davidsons did it with the Vance and Hines. You know, on the XR 1200s, they had that Vance and Hines Cup that they raced and. Uh, the case you know the KTM RC 390 cup like there's there's a lot of spec classes that all use the same bikes and it just comes down to like getting riders developed and and I think what I think's going to happen is in 2020 and 2021 see last year or in 2016 we got some heads-up news from the Milwaukee Business Journal that Harley Davidson promised mm-hmm. to release an electric bike by 2021. They said mm-hmm. in five years, and this was 2016, 17, 18, 19. Yeah, 20, everyone
1: 20. thought it was going to be longer. They decided to do it sooner.
0: Yeah. So. so they said 20, they said five years, and that was in 16. So 2021, if they're correct, I think they're going to do it in 2020. Actually, so I see 2019 as the year that Moto uh, E is what they're calling it um, starts the whole ball rolling, and then it's going to be like, it'll be like if Bramma were, were to have supplied a bunch of bikes way back in the Isle of Man, that they used to call it the the TTS or something like that, now they call it the TTXGP or something weird like that, I forget exactly what they, it's changed names a few times, but the all-electric Isle of Man uh, race, yeah. and so now all there's a bunch of brands that race it, but I mean if Bramma was just like supplied a bunch of people some you know, bikes and then got the ball rolling. And then the next year, a bunch of people are like, let's do it. I feel like that's what they're doing with this. And I feel like Energica, get in there. I mean, part of it's marketing, getting your name, being the only one. I mean, imagine if Indian or Harley could be the only like flat track bike, they pro- or super hooligan bike for that matter. They probably would, you know what I'm saying? But uh, so I think that it's it's also part of like getting them out. And the bikes look awesome, so I think it's it's partially marketing, partially uh, just getting the ball rolling on the spec class, and hopefully. I think by it's 20- good for
1: all of it. Everyone knows it's coming, so why not? Yeah. Why not start racing them? Because that's what you know. That's what people want to see. They want to see it perform. They want to see you know, and and riders. I mean for a rider getting into it, it might be really good experience for the future because honestly, who knows how long the gas GP bikes are going to stay around.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. And they're not like, they are manageable. They, I mean, and these bikes aren't like... Um, well, they're
1: kind of an entry-level spec class. They're not going to be a 200 horsepower.
0: Yeah. Here's some specs right here on the back of this, if you want to take a peek. I don't know if you can see. We're in a dimly lit cave. I just, I, the torches, I didn't pay the electricity this month and the torches are basically the only the only thing letting us see in here, but they're equipped with the VCU, which is a vehicle control unit, a supply unit, and they've got EABS. Um, so they got some pretty cool like tricks and gadgets on them. Um, but they are they're based on the Ego, which is the sport bike that we saw at IMS. Um, the thing is, is that they are the Evo Corsa, which means that they're a little bit more tricked out, and they've they've got a little bit higher you know, specs and this and that. So it's kind of interesting to see exactly what they're going to be doing with these things.
1: It's rad to see that they have an oil-cooled motor. Like, (laughs) how many years before they do a water-cooled motor?
0: Uh, And I'm sure some of them already have them.
1: Uh, I think I've seen... I know. When I was a little kid we raced RC cars, we used to use, like, uh, uh, they made... Like, we had these big aluminum heat sinks you could snap over the electric motor. We had uh, We used to take, like, a chamois, and like cut it and super glue it to itself, like so it was round, and you slide that over your motor, like you drip it in water and slide right. it over. Like there was all kinds of different ways to like cool the electric motor because they do generate a lot of heat. Oh yeah. So it'd be neat to see, and then I think they start to fade when they get hot. <clears throat> so yeah. it'd be cool to see. Like it's just interesting. Like you think of a gasoline engine, and they started with air cooled and oil, and now water cooled. So yeah, <laughs> it's like they're doing it to the electric already too.
0: Right, and I know that they have on the car side where you can boost, you can use a fan to boost it or something like that and it gives you like Mm -hmm. a little bit of like extra power for like a brief second Yeah, and so that's the thing that I'm interested in is like what they're gonna be coming out with as far as like the motorbikes that gas bikes don't have, I mean I guess you could let everybody have like a little shot of nitrous like a video game where like you get to use a nitrous (laughs) once every 12 laps or something stupid but uh It'll be interesting to see like what they can do on the yeah. electric bike, you know. Thing so that's the, the. I'm showing Chris a picture right here. I'm not 100% sure if I'm allowed to publish these, so I'm not going to, but it's this is their uh, the Evo
1: Corsa right yeah, here. So super it's, good. I mean, it's awesome looking. They look like a full fairing sport bike, yeah, with it, with a exhaust under because there's you can't see it come out so right. it's actually pretty rad.
0: Right. So yeah, if you if you were to see that you wouldn't be thinking like a zero you can definitely tell even the sport bike zeros you can you can tell yeah that they are uh electric. I mean there's oh. no hiding it and this one actually like like you said it really does
1: And I don't make- mind seeing that it's electric but Zero is doing a horrible job of that. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: So yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's just it was pretty cool to see uh, exactly what they're coming out with. And then I'm going to show Chris the um, the essays. And then the, uh, there's another picture I have of all three bikes that they have out because they do have a naked one, they have this retro one, and then they have a sport bike one. Um, that, that's based. That's what the, that was based, bike's off, based yeah. off. of. So here's the. Um, Here's the like retro one. Like cool. it's a, yeah, it's That actually cool.
1: reminds me a lot of like the Zero or the Bramo. Yeah, or a Triumph Speed Triple.
0: Yeah. See, but yeah, it, it's a little bit more it looks like the other ones just because of the I, I don't know what it is like the the front end those look awesome, but when they turn sideways they don't look cool anymore. And this one at least I don't yeah. have a side picture, but at least when this one turns sideways it looks cool. I just cool. wonder
1: like how the motorcycle industry is going to react. Like so I feel like Zero did their own thing, styling wise, good or bad. It's not like the look of it that I dislike. It's like details in the look mm-hmm. that I just facepalm over. But <laughs> yeah, and I feel like Alta. You can obviously see the motor, and it's a dirt, you know, or it's electric. But it they, it's got radiator guards yeah, on it. I was like, gonna
0: say it looks so rad,
1: and I feel like to the companies they're like well don't change it too much we want it to look like a motorcycle but it's like a lot of motorcycles look a certain way for a certain reason. Yeah. So it's I'm kind of torn between like do you make it look like a motorcycle <laughs> or do you make it look you know like a traditional like where it's hiding an engine or it's holding radiators or it's whatever and it's got a fuel tank or do you kind of since you don't have those things that that restrict the design do you change that?
0: Yeah, and I want to I want to say that I think the way what Alta did was that they did, they basically took like a CRF 450 or a Suzuki RM, you know, they they kept they made it look just like a dirt bike where they didn't try to they didn't try to like okay, we're starting with this new thing. We're going to go ahead and we're going to uh make it all new too. Like you don't you don't take something new and try to make people like it cuz it's new. You take something that's established and you try to make your new thing look as much like that as possible. Like that's the whole reason I think why Harley hasn't come out with their electric bike so far cuz I think they're trying to figure out how to get it into a cruiser package basically. Like a cruiser, you know what I'm saying?
1: And I feel like well, I don't know. I wanted, you know, I was thinking about that with Harley. Like, are they going after the cruiser market, or are they looking at it kind of like the street, but as a global thing? And are they going? Well, we already have a dealer network where companies like Zero and Lightning and Alta they don't have a dealer network. And unless a company like Alta or Zero can get the uh, that one looks a lot like the Harley, like the way it kind of has the stuff on the bottom of it which one the red one? Uh the oh. far left one, the naked one? Yeah, that's the, retro the one.
0: that's the retro one, yeah. yeah. And then look the one on the far right kind of looks like a speed triple a little it bit. It does a lot more, yeah, cuz it's got the two like crazy uh, crazy eyes.
1: Yeah, it'd be interesting to see like what direction Harley tries to take it cuz I uh, just knowing what I know about the XG and hearing all the hate about the XG like Harley doesn't really care about Americans buying the XG and and they do. I mean, obviously You know, this is their homeland and they want to sell bikes, but that bike is a world market bike. And I feel like the electric one might be too. And it might be more of a, even in the States, it might just be marketed to a different person Mm -hmm. where they're like, okay, our hardcore Harley customers are going to come buy Harleys. Like, we're not expecting those people to buy electric. But what they're looking at is maybe the people that are buying electric. Like, where can you go to buy zero? A freaking bicycle shop in Hollywood? Yeah. Like, where can you get it worked on? It looks like a bicycle shop in the back too. <laughs> yeah. Like, but if you get a crosswire, what is it, crosswire or live wire or whatever they yeah. decide to call it? Live wire? Yeah, whatever they're um, gonna end up calling it. <clears throat> the you know, you've got a dealer, like Southern California's got what, six, eight, ten. But every decent sized city in the country has a dealership. So that all of a sudden opens up electric bikes to people all over the country like I'm the type of a person like that if you want to ride across country and do adventure bikes the BMW GS sorry everyone it's a horrible bike name <laughs> how many dealers you think are in Utah or Kansas or Oklahoma or Florida or Indiana cause I'm pretty sure Indiana has zero yeah So Illinois probably has one in Chicago. Like Kentucky probably has zero. So what do you do? Get on your phone and mail order parts to a hotel that you're stuck in for three days? Yeah. Like if you're on an Africa Twin or a Super Tenere, like you can go to a dealership in the middle of nowhere and they might not carry it, but they can get it there pretty damn fast and they can at least make sure you have the right stuff and you're not trying to ship it to a hotel. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times a lot of the parts will cross over, like, "Oh, you need this bolt well, okay, we don 't have that one for that bike, but we have this one for a four wheeler let 's see if it 's the same,
0: yeah, yeah, and you know harley they're the fifty bikes in five years that blew people 's minds, and then they went one step further, like six months later and said, hundred bikes in ten years, and that can 't be just u s a you know what I mean that can't and and at all the shows that we went to and um even hearing Royal Enfield talk about their own product in India, yeah. uh, they were talking about how you know they are a bike that people can 't even afford there. They aspire to get it. People ride Bajajas and like yeah the, the fling poos and everything else that so I mean people ride crazy stuff over there and they aspire to buy a five hundred cc bullet that 's like the harley of india you know yeah and so harley davidson is trying to get into their world just like they're you know they're all trying to get a piece of this pie and yeah like there's there is
1: a lot of hate when it comes to uh you just have the dealer network in every country every little part of the world like there is probably a harley dealer in almost every country like i don't know i went to a harley dealer in bogota and that's not a super undeveloped country, but still, like there's pro- and there's probably more than that in Colombia. But yeah. I mean, you think of Europe, you know, obviously the U.S., but the dealer network is there, and you'll be able to go into a dealership and get parts and get service and talk to someone yeah. that sells it. So I think that is huge, and that might be one one point of view that Harley's looking at to benefit them.
0: Yeah, so. yeah, you know. F- a legendary field producer Brian Viffer sent me a shot glass from Harley Davidson Budapest, I think. So I mean nice. yeah, you know, you yeah. go you and and that's the thing, Harley worldwide actually in some countries has a pretty darn big following. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I think in like the Netherlands, like weird places like that, mm-hmm. there's actually some like Hell's Angel groups and, yeah. and MCs that are like H D it's almost like being in Kansas mm-hmm. or something. You know what I mean? So it's pretty interesting that that you know, the, but but the definitely going back to the the XG and the street, yeah, those are probably not for your forty year old dude that you're you know you're trying to market the CBO yeah. to or whatever. And actually, I think they're trying to market the CVO to young dudes. Rusty Butcher, look at that! Like they're using yeah. they're using him as a marketing tool.
1: Yeah, and he and loves that thing. Yeah, I At least would, he Says he does. No, he does. I yeah. he talked to me. He told me he was thinking about getting one, and like three days later, when got one. Yeah, he was super stoked, and he had to pay for it. He didn't have to pay full price, but he had to pay for it. Yeah, so so, so it
0: wasn't just like go pedal this. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, he um he like actually wanted to buy one. Yeah. And if I was in the position to go buy a forty thousand dollar bagger, I'd probably buy a baseline bagger and buy something else too.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: <That's>
0: a, <laughs> yeah. Um, I know. There's a lot of there's a lot of an, stuff out there. He's probably
1: an income group above me. So yeah,
0: there's I know there's a lot of and and good on him for like doing that from the ground up. But there's oh, a lot sure. of there's a lot of stuff that I just because I've never been in the income group, <laughs> like would I'll, I'd probably buy two of something else. One, but think you about
1: know. it when you see a bagger going down the street. How often? does one have wheels and exhaust and bars and paint and blah, 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 blah. I mean, all they did with that, as much as I'm like 40 grand for a bagger, all they did with that was what Ford did with the Raptor. Like so many, and kind of the lightning before it, but the Raptor was more popular because so many people were building off-road trucks a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time, a little bit, especially when they couldn't mortgage their house to build them. Yeah. But then the Raptor comes out, it's fairly capable but you can finance the whole thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think so, they got smart when they mm-hmm. companies got smart with the tuner mm-hmm. side of stuff where now you can finance that into your Yeah,
1: cuz people were going to do it but they couldn't afford to do it all at once or whatever and now it's like, <laughs> "Oh, we could just finance the whole I could finance my Fox shocks and yeah. cool wheels and lift kit all at once?" Hey, if you guys want I I want to uh, tell
0: you if you want to ask Wiggins how do I finance my Fox shocks or how do I get my Ford Raptor or what toothpaste do you use? Uh, I want to remind you all that we've we've created. We set I, up an email. We set up an email. I, I put it in the show notes for those who read. So the email is AskWigs A S K W I G G Z at Gmail.com. I kind of wanted to stay with the Wigs09. I figured they sure. already knew you as W I G G Z. Sure. And this is weird, but Ask Wiggins was already taken. I wow. think somebody went in there and camped on that email after we sent it.
1: <laughs> they were trying to get us to pay for it.
0: <laughs> but anyway, yeah, askwigs at gmail.com, and uh, he will go ahead and answer your questions. If you want to know how to finance uh, a Raptor <laughs> bagger or how to turn a your Harley Davidson CVO into a trike, uh, he might be able to answer that for you. We do He might, might not be- like the answer, but yeah. I'll answer it. <laughs> you definitely probably won't like I, I I like the fact that you might not like these answers I feel like it's kind of like roast my bike like yeah, people don't know what they're going to be getting into until they actually get into it mm-hmm.
2: hey listeners this is Nerissa from the Milwaukee Rivets a riding group of young women based in Milwaukee Wisconsin I wanted to tell you all about a rad event we're hosting in Milwaukee with Fuel Cafe for the Mama Tried weekend if you don't know Momo Tried is an annual custom motorcycle show that takes place here in Milwaukee at the end of February. Moto enthusiasts from all over come together to share their passion for everything two wheels. In addition to the show, there are indoor flat track races, ice races, and so much more. The whole weekend is a total riot. On Thursday, February 22nd, we're teaming up with Fuel Cafe to kick off the festivities. Starting at 6 p.m., there will be DJs spinning, drink specials, special bike parking for anyone willing to breathe the cold, and swag bags for the first 50 people who show up. If you're planning to come to Milwaukee for Mama Tried, make sure you get here by Thursday so you don't miss this kick-ass event. Again, it's the Mama Tried pre-party, Thursday, February 22nd at Fuel Cafe 5th Street. You can find more information on Instagram or Facebook by searching for either Fuel Cafe or the Milwaukee Rivets. See you all there. Hi everyone. Thanks for listening to the show today. My name is Rick James. I'm having a big
1: art show in Oceanside, California. Come on down. It'll be on Saturday the 24th at Legacy Brewery. There's going to be tons of food, bands, other artists,
2: and myself. Come on down. We're going to have great food, local craft beer, Again, Saturday the 24th, Legacy Brewing, 363 Airport Road, Oceanside, California, 92058. Come on out.
0: We do have a question coming to us again from uh, Matt at My Motorbike Obsessions. This guy has been writing to us about his flat tracking stuff recently. So speaking
1: of him, Uh I learned a lot more about his flat track experience this weekend, last weekend, Uh last week sometime. Did did he show up? No, no. I got a phone call from a friend of mine who said, hey, um, Ben Bostrom does this flat track school down at his house. And I'm like, you know, I've heard of it, but I didn't know it was real. Like, I've heard of it through this guy, obviously. Yeah. But then I talked to, like, flat track people and they're like, oh, i never heard of that. And he was like, it's kind of like a Colin Edwards boot camp. Mm -hmm. So... As far as I know, they probably turn both ways. It's all about like sliding in with both feet up and stuff like that. So my buddy hit me up. Uh together I've raced with a little bit. Um, he does some he works at a Ducati dealer or works for Ducati or we saw him when we were at IMS. His AMS. name is
0: Troy Bayless, you
1: might know. Yeah. Him. <laughs> yeah I wish. <laughs> uh no, Aaron's pretty rad too. But uh so he was like, It's March twenty-fifth if I want to go. And oh. I'm like, I'm putting on a race March twenty-fourth. Yeah. However, it's like half an hour from where I'm putting yeah. on the race. So I'm like, I could just, you know, sleep in my truck like a dirty hippie again. Yeah. And go down and do some dirt bike road race training. What's the so difference?
0: We'll yeah. From every week, every weekend you're going to be having pretty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> next next week, I'm truck.
1: sleeping in my week, in my truck all week long. Yeah. I'm not even like, hey, does anyone have a place for me to stay? And do have time.
0: Yeah. Like, I know. It's I have crazy. to wake up
1: after six hours and go.
0: Yeah. So he's asking, uh, If we're going to come out to round one of the SCFTA, which is the Southern California Flat Track Association.
1: That's March 17th, correct? Yeah. Uh, This
0: Saturday, he says. Are you coming this Saturday? Oh, also no. Yeah. Well, it says Saturday. I'm assuming it's this Saturday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Should be tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. But no, uh, if all goes well tomorrow, I'm going and I am practicing pavement with, speaking of Rusty Butcher.
0: Rad. Out at their secret track.
1: Yeah, he's got a secret little pavement track. He said uh, he doesn't even he put Coke syrup on it once, but now it's got so much rubber he doesn't even redo the coke syrup. Yeah. And, All the uh,
0: ants came into yeah, Coke syrup. Yeah,
1: he's play. like, dude, you just it it's got so much rubber laid down, you just back it in. Yeah. And he even hit up Jeremy that puts out Flat Out Friday and got the exact dimensions of oh. the track. <laughs> So we can get our gearing right. That's what I call
0: practice, man. Oh yeah. Have you seen uh Corey Texture getting like down yeah. horizontal around the parking lot at the Harley Davidson dealership? Yeah. Yeah, I saw um Roger Hayden was doing that last year uh right before Nikki passed too and probably afterwards they were going around some some just like random place near their house is like, hey, can we borrow your parking lot? And they were doing that, yeah. Uh, just asphalt.
1: the mini bike stuff is insanely fun, it's yeah. super physical, and you learn a lot. Like, everyone's like, Oh, you're the mini bike, well, get out and spend some laps. Like,
0: well, C Tex looked like he was on a 450.
1: Uh, he might have been, yeah. Did you see the video that like went viral of him, like in this little teeny, like in the oh, back room of this oh warehouse, God, racing yeah. around two poles?
0: Yeah, oh, that was like last yeah. year, I think, at Foot Friday.
1: No, no, it was uh, just like a couple, oh, like okay. a month ago or so.
0: Because I saw, cause I saw that last year too of him, like just like
1: <laughs> it was like these like two, two poles. They had like plywood up to yeah. stop the end of the track. <laughs> we uh, our video didn't go viral, but we were doing that at Butchers though yeah. uh, a few weeks ago. Oh
0: yeah, inside his shop. Yeah, yeah inside the great. back of his shop, just like backing Dude, it in. That thing looked like as big as this table. Like that it was track was not much bigger. Tiny. It was funny. It's, By the time you were turning your wheel, you were like, yeah, you, already you, at the other corner. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's what it was like. But it was like it was physical, and you were like, I don't know. It was a good workout, and it was good riding. Like it was still good learning, and
0: it looked way harder because, like I'm saying, it was about as big as this living room, and so the passing opportunities. Oh
1: yeah, you had to stuff someone. Yeah, and which was part of the fun (laughs) of the mini bikes too. Like you pretty well had to stuff them. But it was a good time.
0: Yeah. Hey, speaking of good times and flat tracking in people's basements and Uh shops. Uh, You were somewhere this weekend
1: I was, I was at the One Moto Show in Portland, Oregon Oh my
0: god, while so many people were at the uh, Energica Press unveiling at Chicago IMS You were up in Portland (laughs) Yeah At the Hooligan, I would say the Hooligan uh, Center of the the West Coast,
1: probably Mm, Maybe Because this is
0: like the third or fourth One Show, right?
1: This is the ninth one show. Oh, God. But I don't know how many times they've done a race with the hooligans or with racing in general.
0: Because I'm thinking of like, I just remember seeing the one show the very first time F- Dirtquake came. So I, that I, was, I, and there's only been like a year after. two or there's three American three those, Dirtquakes. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I, God, I didn't realize the one was so old.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: Next, you're gonna tell me the hand built show has been going on since like 1942 <laughs> or something.
1: Born freeze up to ten, 10 now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was cool. It was the same warehouse I was in last year. Um, there was no parking again, which is fine. But what people don't understand, they do understand, but they don't know what to do about it. Is like you you want people to bring motorcycles and drop them off. And, like, a lot of people are taking race bikes to the one show. Like, we can't ride them in. Um, so we were just, like, uh, we pulled in my truck and a 20-foot trailer. And they're, like, there was a line to get in to sign in and take a photo of you and the bike. I didn't build the bike, but I took a photo with it. And then they were, like, uh, hey, we are like, in line. And he's, like, can you move your truck? And I was, like, yeah, where do you want me to move it? He's, like, "Uh, I don't know. And I go, <laughs> well, then – I can't really move it, and he's like, "Well, but we need it moved." And I go, "But you don't know where for me to put it." Yeah. I go, "You want to park in the middle of the street?" And he's like, "No." I'm like, "Well, dude, like you got me waiting in line to turn this like to to check this bike in and get it all like upstairs and whatever." But whatever, it's like the coolest thing right now to have a motorcycle show in a warehouse in a large city with zero parking. Ugh, hashtag Lucky Wheels. <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much.
0: Yeah. Well, and uh, I know that they have them in there was that one, like Brooklyn has them. I'm yeah. the Austin, isn't the one, the uh, hand built show in Austin? And I'm sure Austin, like every big city that's kind of hipster tastic, probably has zero parking. Yeah. I can't wait for the Outliers Guild show to come here.
1: I know. did see one of the, um, oh, is that the OG show? Mm-hmm. Okay. I did see one of the Lucky Wheels guys. The redheaded one with Mm -hmm. the mustache, or do they both have mustaches?
0: They both have mustaches. The redhead one is Jackson.
1: Jackson with the short hair, saw him. Jackson was up there. He went to the race, and then uh, I got to meet our podcast heroes, (laughs) Um, Liza, Naked Jam, and Bex.
0: Liza, Mama Bear Miller.
1: Uh, What did Jim say? Uncle Liza <laughs> Uncle Liza <laughs> uh, She's big,
0: ain't she? Well, to me, she's big She's
1: tall She is Yeah you supposed to, You're not supposed to call a woman big I don't well, think that's nice of you But hey, to me,
0: I hugged her and I was under the boobs You yeah. know what I mean? Like they were like <laughs> over me like a roof
1: <laughs> Yeah, she is tall though Um, But I mean, super nice It was funny, like super assuming, serious
0: Hey, naked Jim's tall to me too I'm assuming Bex is pretty tall too
1: She's really not <laughs> Okay but naked taller, Jim had all his clothes me. on, so that was weird. Yeah, well, it was probably cold up there. It was. He's probably used to. He would have been super embarrassed, naked Jim. <laughs> yeah, I'm like what? It's cold. No, it was good. Like it was cool. I mean, they were. It was cool to see how like super enthusiastic and excited they were. For me, I was like, uh, seeing that bike. I've seen that bike. I've seen that bike. <laughs> I ha- I made parts on that bike. I saw that bike. I'm going to race with that bike tomorrow. Yeah. I raced with that bike and watched it crash before you rebuilt it. Um, so
0: it, what about the show bikes though? I mean like the oh, those show were bikes b- in the show. I know, but there was also some, there had to be some crazy wango tango. I mean, I it saw was, some of the pictures.
1: And there was some stuff too that I was just like, Jesus Christ, don't show that off. <laughs> there was like an inline four cylinder car motor made out of scrap metal, hillbilly welded. And I'm like, God, dude, I don't know. I mean, I guess when everyone's, like, taking LSD or something so they build cool bikes, like, that dude just chose meth instead. I don't know. But now there was some crazy (laughs) shit. There was some crazy good (laughs) shit. Uh, It was cool, too. Um, Jeff Wright, Church of Choppers, was there. And so we're we're talking a little bit, and we're talking about his guzzy. And he knows that I'm into like all kinds of motorcycles and riding and racing and whatever and he's like said something about it being light. He's like, "Oh man, come here, sit on it. Sit on it." So I'm like on this show bike that's not mine in the middle of the show and I was just like, "What the fuck? Yeah. What are you doing?" So, it was super cool though. And it's it's just cool like the whole warehouse vibe is is super rad. It's like a two-story one with all these rooms, it's, like a crazy labyrinth walking around. <laughs> right. Um, you
0: know, one of those burned down in San Francisco and killed a bunch of
1: people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well no one was living in this one.
0: Yeah. All the uh, way- would it's rad right and you know last year Jim and Doug went and they did a really good job getting interviews and the production on that show is rad So I, can't I
1: was work. gonna say like Liza had it like it. three or four recorders yeah she may have interviewed uh, a super rad hooligan racer guy so you'll have to listen to the next episode for that yeah
0: yeah I'm sure she interviewed like oh, a I lot thought of we were just around. gonna
1: have an awkward pause while everyone thought let's about that, that.
0: <laughs> let's do that let's do the awkward pause
1: okay hmm
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yep. I bet okay. she
0: interviewed him, and she, uh, uh, but she
1: was like interviewing a
0: lot the whole time. Yeah. Um, I was gonna send the recorder with you because we realized I didn't have anything going on. Was she like, was
1: Sh- like, I have like three recorders, and it was Friday night, and I was like, I've been drinking and don't want to talk to. Yeah, like, I don't want to interview anyone.
0: Well, also I know how it is to go to an event. When I go to an event, I don't have fun because I'm like working the event. And yeah. then, so I know I, I knew you were going to be racing, and I knew that you're going to be hanging with buds. And I was like, it's a lot more. People think though, you go to this event and blah blah. If you're actually there to do stuff, it's a lot more like it's work. a lot of
1: work. <laughs> so. I mean, maybe if if we had like a bunch of Patreon subscribers that spent a bunch of money, I'd be like, okay, I should go work. But hey, pay, hey, all you Patreon subscribers for creative writing out there.
0: <laughs> Hold that thought. I'm going to go make a site real quick, and we'll get back to you next week for reals this time. I, I probably should do that this week.
1: No, it was good, though. And just like, it was crazy, too. Um, I thought it was super rad because, like, Liza, we're, we're like, standing there, and Jesse Rook walks by. And I'm like, hey, Jesse, what's going on? He's like, oh, super excited, just, like, going to the race and had a couple of bikes there. And he walks off, and Liza's like, his bikes are so rad. <laughs>
0: I haven't seen a Rook Custom in a while, but his bikes are rad.
1: Yeah, I think there were two at the show. And one thing, I mean, what I like about him or, like, for me to be, like, a starstruck way, like, um, when I first moved to California, actually before I moved to California, and, like, the whole bike builder thing was all big, blah, 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 and I actually got to see him in Daytona, Mm. um... Out of the back of his truck with two choppers, rad. Or <laughs> two was like bicycle looking. Uh, I chopper was going to say yeah.
0: the ones I remember him most were like, they look like beach cruisers. Yeah, yeah dude, they, they were, were like, like Schwinn so bicycle. Rad. Yeah, but that's he, the first time I ever also saw like a master cylinder like machine that looked like
1: a rook from a
0: chess set. Yeah, yeah. And it was a play off his name, but I was like looking at they're like all anodized and machined. He and and he's all
1: about like some billet.
0: No, nope, like yeah. Oh yeah, Everything it's such was a cool billet.
1: mix of like this traditional shape with like. Technical
0: Yeah, because it was like all internally wired so that there was no yeah. cables anywhere on the outside. He would leave the brake so it looked like a bicycle brake kind of, you know, mm-hmm. or he'd leave maybe the clutch, but well, everything else was internal.
1: Around that time, Sasha Krause, who's now like I feel like more performance based, although he kind of was for a while, he was doing these um master cylinders and for the clutch and for the brake. So there was no lever. It would have a reservoir still because you had to have fluid, but you would, on the left side, I believe you would roll it forward and it would. That's how that worked. Do the clutch. On the throttle side, I think it had an internal throttle cable. So they're like on a little scroll type deal. Yeah, yeah. So you go back for throttle and then you would go forward and it would squeeze the front brake. Yeah, right. total trip. That's
0: how that shit works. They were
1: kind of pricey, but uh, oh, yeah, they were super rad. And just like the engineering behind it, which Sasha's bikes now are the same. I mean, they're different style, but the engineering is just insane. Oh,
0: <laughs> did you see any bikes like that up there? I mean, you you saw one that looked like somebody did a bunch of meth and tried to weld it together and <laughs> they're
1: um not really I don't think that's really the trend right now to like try and hide everything and make it a, look all super clean. I feel like for the most part the trend right now and the one shows kind of a different environment. It's even though it's sponsored by Harley and even though, yes, there's a lot of Harleys there, it's very open. Yeah. There's a lot of old Hondas, a lot of like restored bikes that aren't quote unquote like, well, I guess they're not, they're not custom bikes. They might be fixed up or they might be original, but they're just a bone stock old Honda or old Cowie or whatever, but it's clean and old and it's in the show. Yeah. Um think Talk to Alex Earl with the cool little Ducati body kit. I he, saw a
0: couple of his sh- yeah, bikes his, his, uh,
1: he's got this Alaskan thing that's like this got like a six and a half gallon tank. Holy it's shit! It's got a tank in the little rear fender too. Um. Super cool, but it's still. Why is so- it
0: called Alaskan? Because you need you need that much fuel to get across Alaska between gas
1: stations. I think uh, he wants to ride through Alaska or oh, up no to Alaska shit. from Canada or something with it. Yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of the idea. It was super rad, like adventure. It's got like panniers on the back. You can mount panniers on the tank. Holy crap! Super cool, but I don't want to be a jerk. What's
0: his name? Oh, Earl.
1: Earl. But if you go to the top of Canada, it's
0: right on the border of Alaska. Yeah. But he probably wants to ride from, like, Oregon to... Yeah. uh, Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Never
1: mind. I'm trying to think. I was talking to to Eliza and, like, someone else I walked by, or, like, walked by that
0: I knew, and it was just, like, it's funny. Did she do what I do, where like, she just looked at you like, dude, you know every fucking motherfucker
1: at this? Partially. What I was saying about Rook, though, too, that I find, like, super cool, like, so when he was doing all that, like... To me, is like a a young kid or young adult or whatever. Like, and that stuff was super cool. Like, in a way, he was kind of a celebrity, you know? Oh yeah. And then he's and like, is he much older than you? Probably. I'm trying to think. He's probably five, ten years or so. Really? Yeah, I think he's Roland's age. Oh, okay, okay. So eight or nine years, ten years. God, I remember when I was that age. <laughs> but uh, so then how I like, I, so I met him a couple times that way, but it was like always like. I was an employee for someone that he knew, or whatever, and just like, hey, hi, or just like walk by and no, no, like, big deal. But then a couple of years ago, we were racing in Milwaukee on the Coke syrup and like, He's one of the people that are there, like checking it out and like super into it, thinking it's like the coolest thing. So it was like super cool because the tables kind of turned. Has he been? Ra- has he raced at all? He hasn't. uh or had a bike? He's in got there? a buddy that races a little bit, so he's kind of just been around it and just thinks it's like super cool and is like super excited about it. It is super cool. He's a cart guy. He used to do a lot of cart oh, racing. Right. So, so you know, he was out. Like I raced in Phoenix last year at this like little teeny. Small event, but he's based in Phoenix. So he came out and watched. So it was just, it's funny though to see like those bikes and people like Liza, like, oh man, yeah. this stuff's so cool. And, then we, and you're like, like, hey, I actually made like <laughs> some of the stuff on that.
0: Yeah. How long have you worked at Vance and Hines for? Three and a half years. Okay. So you worked around a couple other places then. Cause I,
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay, okay. So that's how you met some of these
1: guys here and there. Too. I literally moved to California to work for Rolling Sands. Oh, okay, okay. How did like, that
0: work out for you?
1: I was there for about a year and a half. Yeah. It worked out okay. Good.
0: And I noticed that you raced in the race this weekend. I was going to race in the race either way. Okay. Was it, it was part,
1: a, uh, a Harley sponsored event.
0: Okay. That was my next question because I saw was it. Was it part of the Roland Sands? It was. New it was Huligan the first National. stop on his little okay. tour. Yeah. Okay. I even. Are um, you banned from his events? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can I? Yeah. So. I, I was kind of bullied in the morning, but that's another story for another time and place. So I went to the track and I was like, I was told literally before we went, like, I need to be nice. Like basically I was told no matter how bad you get fucked to just be a nice guy. So we were at the track. I got an email like on the drive up there about the race from the RSD people. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. I thought I was banned. So I went up to the table and I'm like, hey, I thought I was banned, but I got an email like, what do you guys want to do? Like, this is your first little stop. You know, what do you want to do? So I basically worked up the chain and Roland was there and he was kind of like, well, I don't know, man. He's like, whatever you want to do. So I kind of like walked away for a little bit and went back to my pit and like thought about it. Like, I don't know. Do I want to do this? Do I not want to do this? Like. I don't totally agree with it. I've been screwed over a little bit, like you know, so but I talked to one of my buddies and he was like, "You know what? You asked about it." He said, "Cool. He's like, "You should just do it." So I ended up going back and getting a number plate and signing up for their little event and her for their like little points thing or whatever. So yeah, I don't know if it's totally squashed. I know he talked to a couple of my buddies about it and mentioned that he should probably talk to me about it right <laughs> which one of my buddies was like i think he's scared to talk to you and i'm like i'm not a violent person or anything like that doesn't make he's sense to your me. field and initiatives like, uh
0: <laughs> no he probably was a little bit butthurt because bolsa chica
1: was the penultimate round oh for sure of um of his baby here's part of the issue I, I literally like one of my buddies, it was there who gets along with everyone and he's a super great dude and I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus, but he was like, I remember in Vegas when you got fucked and then I remember going to this event and you got fucked and then I remember this one and you got fucked and then he goes in Bolsa Chica, you got fucked real bad. Yeah. So everyone Kids knows it. Kids go to it. bed.
0: <laughs> Kids go to bed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> everyone knows, um... You know, and and you'd have to have a pretty enormous ego to not realize that. Like, I understand that you might not like the delivery of it. I understand that you might not like being told that, but, you know, I don't like getting fucked. I don't like spending my hard-earned money to go to an event and getting fucked, so you know, it's a give and take, you know, we'll, we'll both figure out how to live with it or we'll both figure out how to not. So, yeah, you know, it's going to get better or it's going to get worse. And I will say this, if it gets worse for me, it's going to get worse for him. Yeah. And if it gets better for me, it'll get better for him. So,
0: well, yeah. And I was going to say like, if I did an event and it was, it was my baby and even if it wasn't the greatest, I don't know that I would want to hear like negative criticism at first, but that's you have to because that's how you learn here's, what's wrong with it and how to make
1: improvements. Here's right? the thing with that: if you come out to the Veggie Plate Classic and it's run poorly, nothing's on the line.
0: Hmm.
1: When we were at Bolsa Chica, there was a thousand dollar dash for cash, a thousand dollars to win. There was three hundred dollar hole shot. There was a few hundred dollars for second, a few hundred dollars for third, and a fifty. $1000 motorcycle. Right. The highest value prize for any kind of event like that.
0: Yeah, I was okay. going to say this is a hooligan thing. This is like just dudes coming out that are building their bikes on
1: But there's a $1000 to win. A $1000 dash for cash, a $50,000 motorcycle. I'm sorry, you can't run a half-ass event if you want to put that kind of money on the line you need it has to be professional yeah. or you can't put those kind of dollars on it like i'm sorry um and you know i i say that they learned like they got told by a lot of people a lot of racers a lot of them I, they might not have respect for me i could care less but a lot of people they really have respect from and they were like don't do first second and third purse spread it out yeah. 8 10 15 whatever do a purse and spread it way down the field What'd they do this year? Top three. So it is what it is and it'll, it'll play out how it plays out. Um, You know, I had a a guy tell me, and this guy is usually a very high placer. And again, I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus, but he was like, I got fifth on Saturday. He goes, dude, how much would you have like 75 or 50 bucks? And this is from a guy that usually places higher than I do. Yeah. And that would be taking money out of his pocket to put in my pocket, and he was still like, "Man, wouldn't you be stoked if you made fifty bucks right now?" Yeah. Like if you think about the race at the one show, there were thirty-five or forty hooligans. Yeah. And fast hooligans. Yeah.
0: From around the country. That I mean, the one show is like a big show. It's yeah. kind of like how Born Free is going to be with the yeah. with the stampede and all that stuff.
1: I mean, we had. Andy Debrino, pro road racer. We had Joe Kopp, a pro flat tracker. Um, Brad Spencer, who was just an old fast dude. Uh, Jordan Baber, who's a was kind of a pro flat tracker for a little bit in a way. He had a pro license. And yeah. you know, but he's still a fast motherfucker on a hooligan bike. Yeah, um, I saw the
0: pictures of Brad, and I was like, "There he is, the guy." Oh, yeah, uh, he the you know we just talked Mike, about him a little yeah. while ago. And Mikey Virus third, is no joke. Right? Yeah, uh, well, Mikey Virus was
1: on the Virus podium. was third. Uh, Brad was second. Yeah. So uh, when I Joe saw Cops' him. triumph broke, oh no! So, and Brad was actually reeling in um, Debrino. but I mean, you think about that. Like I got fifth, even without Joke's cops and someone else's, I would have been seventh. But it's like there were thirty-five dudes in. 35 really pretty damn fast guys. Yeah. So you um, got, you got seventh, huh? I got fifth. Oh, fifth. Officially. Fifth. That's pretty rad. My bike made it to the end, even though it had duct tape in the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, that's. I thought Harleys run better that way. <laughs> so it is what it is. But yeah. So we, um, I don't know if it's totally squished, but it's a little better off, and yeah. we'll kind of go from there. Good. And I, I wasn't joking about being bullied in the morning, like, I, it was some BS, and I showed it to a few of the friends around the track, like, hey, everyone wants me to be good, everyone wants me to keep my mouth shut, but this is what I dealt with this morning. So, you know, I mean, there's definitely stuff there on, like, both sides of it, but it will, it'll it'll work out, or it won't work out, yeah. so. Well, it's it's but it's better for both of us if it does
0: work out. Yeah. For sure. And I certainly hope that you uh make some of the races and and everything goes good. I hope it's a learning experience for for everybody. I mean, I hope the series gets better for everybody's sake cuz like yeah. you were saying, either give everybody money or give nobody money cuz I think they would race just as hard if there was nothing on the line, right?
1: Man, Yeah, and if someone doesn't believe that, they need to come out and check out the veggie
0: plate. That's what I was going to say. You got the smiles (laughs) after the first veggie plate. But
1: people are still going for it. I mean, not dangerous going for it, but there's still some really fast guys show up, have a good ass time, put on some good racing. racing. I
0: would would dangerous go for it. That's just how (laughs) I don't don't know any better.
1: So it was fun. I do have to say, too, man, I know why the Northwest puts out guys like Brad Baker and Sammy Howard and Davis Fisher, like, that track, along with the other one that I've ridden, and I know there's actually a few more in the area, but I've only ridden two, are probably my two favorite tracks. Yeah. This is like Costa Mesa and uh, Paris Auto Speedway had a baby. Wow. And it's beautiful and super fast. You got to figure that the constant humidity
0: in the air up there... The tracks are always tacky and fast.
1: It's yeah, it's humidity. It's the kind of dirt. It's uh, winter time actually too. You know, it's it's dry, but your your moisture is going to stay in pretty good. It's also a covered facility, so they don't have to deal with a lot of stuff. Yeah, um, and that track gets carts and bikes and all kinds of things, so it gets a lot of rubber put into it. Right, it's a damn beautiful track. Where's the actual track at? In Salem, Oregon.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is it Salem Speedway or something like that? I think so. It's about forty-five minutes south of Portland.
0: Yeah. Good God, that's a heck of a haul for It is. I but mean,
1: I have to say that place. Going was from the show like to packed. the track, right? Yeah. Oh, geez. And for fans, like, that's a big deal to leave a show like that and drive 45 minutes. Can you be imagine Saturday at Born Free leaving and going even just to Costa Mesa? Like, that's insane to ask that. That's why Born Free does the race on Thursday. But um man, it was it it was packed. It was Standing room only, three rows deep everywhere. It could be three rows deep. Down the front stretch and back stretch, it had like these concrete um, barriers where like the dirt was on the inside of and it was, however, and like people were standing on the top of them to look through the fence. Crap, dude. People had their heads like between other people's legs, like looking through to see the race. <laughs> the grandstands at both ends were full. People standing as much as they can. People in their knees so they're not bugging people in the grandstands. Wow. Like, dude, it was
0: packed. That's so, rad. Yeah, it was they, super cool. They need to have like Peoria, how there's just those grassy banks, just so people can just like <laughs> yeah.
1: get in there deep. It's in like a building, kind of. It's like open on the ends, but it's covered, so it's in a building. Right. That's right. I, I kind of like City of Industry. That's right. I was gonna say
0: I saw I saw the video from there, and I forgot that it was yeah partially indoors, sort of mm-hmm. like a, yeah like a covered arena. Uh, yeah. Hey, we we got some. News here, too, from uh, from Chris Singsheim that I want to get to in a second. But if anybody's interested, uh, you know, there, I guess there's Southern California Flat Track Association races going on this weekend. Uh, next weekend, Mama Tried is going to be going on. You're going to be at Mama Tried. I mean, this is, this is going to be some more. Is that another round of the Roland Sands no, National? Okay, so that's not. just part of uh, the Harley Davidson, you know. It's, mama just, tried yeah, it's just yeah it's just part of
1: mama tried it's just a uh a good a good day a good thing um i don't know a good show with a lot of people and a lot of a lot of fans at the race it's pretty are we gonna see any bikes that were put together by a meth head at mama tried? you know you never know <laughs> it's crazy but you never know right so hey
0: speaking of shows uh Let's this week for our uh, for our bike challenge. You were just at a show. You are you have a leg up on me, good sir. But uh, you already have basically good knowledge of what it takes to uh, put on a good show bike, like get a good show bike going and wrangled and all that stuff. So why don't we uh, ask Alexa for a dollar amount? And then get into a uh, little show bike of our own, why don't you say, shall we? Sounds good to me. All righty. Hang on one sec, folks. (laughs) All right, everybody. It's coming up on an hour. While we talk about gay cowboys and shooting stuff and all the fun stuff that we talked about, we're going to take a brief intermission.
1: Hey, everyone. Co-host Chris. And I wanted to remind you, if you are in Milwaukee for the Mama Tried event, To stop by my table at the show, I will be there selling custom handmade fixed blade knives. Um, So bring a little cash or get ready to shoot me some PayPal because you're definitely going to want to buy one or two or three or maybe the whole table worth. And be prepared. Come say hi. Alexa.
0: Give me a number between 500 and 5,000.
2: Your random number between 500 and 5,000 is 4,937.
0: All right, folks. So there you have it. 4,937.
1: That sounds like a good budget, but if we're trying to do a show bike, that's going to be a tough one. <laughs> that may be. especially. However, so the bike's got to be finished. So it's got to yeah. be ready to take to the show.
0: Yeah. And like every every good show bike, it doesn't have to be running per se, but it at least has to be show-worthy. It has to be uh it has to look good. So I'm going to go ahead here and uh oh look, I've uh maybe we talked about this earlier, maybe this is pre-planned and we've had some time to look at some bikes, maybe <laughs> not. But uh I'm going to go ahead and and pull up an awesome one here from my favorites. We the, gotta
1: figure out how to get like the links in the show notes so people can. Uh, yeah,
0: see. It, it, actually, if you have it, email I can me. text you. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. I'm gonna view my favorites here and make you cry with this. Uh...
1: I have. Uh, you can try. I've got a couple good ones. I yeah. think. Here it is. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go. I think I've got a super sick one. Influenced by a guest. Oh,
0: sick! All right. Can I go first? Sure. Or, or you want to go first? No, we'll let you go first. All right. I've got an... For 30 Mine comes in a little bit under this. For $3,200, I got an 86 Sporty. Uh-oh. I'm sick of losing all these challenges.
1: <laughs> what's cool about it? Why is it a show bike, though?
0: Well, what's cool about it is that it's got...
1: Sounds to me like an Ironhead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, like every crappy Sporty.
1: Can't race it.
0: Uh. Yeah, sure. You, this one you can. Well, you're right. You can't race this one. <laughs> but what's great about this bike is that they went crazy on it. Now, Uh-oh. yeah, you might. When's the last time you saw a sporty with a Springer front end?
1: Uh, some people, I you know, I meet a lot of stupid people in my life. I was going to say, some people
0: smoke a lot of crack. So this thing's got a Springer front end. Not only that, but it's got the fender off of like a. It's either a 1963 Jag E-Type or it's off like a 2016 Indian Roadmaster. I'm not 100% sure. Sounds this, gross either way. <laughs> the rear fender.
1: Oh, God. It's like a... Yeah, the fender goes all the way around the tire down to the ground. And... The bike
0: has a skinny... If you know what a Springer front end looks like, they're really skinny and spindly. And
1: then it's got like a little 21 with some big apes. Uh, I was going
0: to say, it's got like a 21. It's real skinny. And then on the back, this huge fender that doesn't quite work. But for $3,200, it's a Harley Davidson. It's pretty show ready too. It's got apes, but not only does it have apes, the apes are high and wide. Look at these babies. Like They're not... They're not your typical apes.
1: No, they're like some vintagey. They're weirdly wide
0: and they're set forward like you would set a bike with a banana seat. Like this bike really, the only thing it's missing is a banana seat to make it perfect. Uh, if you look at the gas tank, it's the one that has the split on the uh, backbone. Yeah, it's like the big tanks. <laughs> it looks like it has chrome boobs looking back at yeah. you on here.
1: Well, that used to be on, uh, on some of the OG Harleys, it was. Uh, Fuel on one side, oil on the other side. Oh, I thought it was fuel in on one side, Jack Daniels on the other uh, side. If you don't need oil. But
0: not only did the guy take some really titty-ass pictures, he took it next to some graffitied walls. So you know this bike's tough, too. I can't
1: believe he's selling it. Because it, I mean, nothing, that that's his pride and joy. I thought you were going to say because it's pretty gross. Well... Yeah, but most people that build those bikes like they think it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> well, I thought it was
0: great enough to be my show bike for this week. So there you go. It's an eighty-two or a eighty-six eleven hundred Sportster. One, first off, I don't know if that's supposed to say one off or first off because I can't believe they would have made two of these. <laughs> but if they did, the
1: bike's not perfect. What's not perfect about this bike, Chris? Hey, all I have to say is it's one of those that like it's so bad it's good.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: It's better than the scooter I was going to pick. <laughs> Uh-oh. I might, uh, I might have picked that one.
0: All right. Yeah, so there's there's my bike. It's, so, it does have a 21. Yeah, we, we could tell. I mean, we, just by looking at it, you could tell. But it's got Screaming Eagle wires and plugs.
1: And well, a Michelin rear tire. So finding a show bike I found kind of difficult. However, just coming off the one show, I'm like, it doesn't have to be like super custom. Oh, no. So there was like a 71 CB404 for $3,500. and i am like, not bad. Needs a little polish. Not quite it, though. Wait, was it in Daytona? Was it in Florida? No, it was in Monrovia. Oh. I look local. This bike's in Florida. Does that
2: explain a little yeah, bit it more helps, about the It way?
1: definitely <laughs> explains a lot of what's going on. Uh, Let's see, second (laughs) I found this awesome 79 Yamaha XS750 Cafe Racer What he means by Cafe Racer Is the tank's been painted uh, one color And the wheels have been painted black (laughs) And it has luckily not brown But a bread loaf seat on it Like a super hipster But it doesn't have clubman or cafe bar Or clip-on So it's really not much of a cafe Yeah. But it's still kind of cool The fender's been chopped It's got a cool tail light Whatever Three, Three grand, not bad then I'm like this one I super liked. 69 Honda Trail 90 with some little trials tires. I almost went with something similar
0: to that before picking this beautiful
1: 640. I found this thing for thirty six hundred dollars. Oh my god, we weren't far off from me. And I, I was super influenced by Steady Garage from just being there a couple weeks ago. Oh my god. Here's a ruckus. It is oh, it's shit. got an open primary it's got billet wheels. It's got this crazy looking exhaust. I screwed up. It's super long and low. It's got a radial mount Brembo front brake with wavy calipers. Uh, probably but, recalled. <laughs> probably getting it's, recalled. It's got a Chinese 150 motor. Um, new BBS style wheels. Uh, Man, I don't even know what most of this stuff is, but Makuni Vac Fuel Pump.
0: That makes it even a better show bike if you don't even know what some of the stuff is on it, in my opinion.
1: But it's like, it's actually pretty decent. Super steady garage style, though. Like this slam stretch ruckus. Dude, this thing
0: looks like an awesome Harley, but a ruckus.
1: Yeah. Pretty typical ruckus, though. Not a two-stroke one, just the, the standard, but dude that is it's nuts. pretty sweet it's pretty sweet so we'll have to damn figure out it. how to get so, the link in oh it's the got show the notes. GY6 swap in it too yeah whatever the GY6 is yeah it's the oh that's good. the Chinese motor the GY6 is said right that's the ba- oh, the and GY6 motor. harness yeah
0: damn so I got a sporty that's got like the fender off of a roadmaster on it <laughs> and a Springer front end that they found somewhere at some swap meet and you got an actual like uh legit ruckus there man i don't know i'm feeling kind of stupid now
1: (laughs) i like that they're so much different (laughs) i just like when i saw it i was like oh man steady garage i gotta i gotta pick it yeah it's like super like the stretched little tires most of our listeners are probably gonna be like what in the fuck is that yeah but you know steady garage knows
0: I'll stick them. Yeah. You know, the copper tone that's in the front of their uh, shop. That thing is beautiful. God, I just wanted to wheelie that thing. Oh, God. Never mind. I'm going to get a scooter, I think, after going, like, no no kidding, like, not kidding around. I think I might be into, like, a scooter uh, just for the cost and, like, actually seeing what you can do with one.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. I want to grom with a Ninja or a CBR300. I know, dude. I don't really want it like super custom. I just want that motor so I can go shred some canyons.
0: I I was going to say, the funny thing is, is like you pull up next to a freaking Ducati
1: Hypermotard and just like roast them. You know what I mean? I honestly, I feel like that motor, the way Steady did it, that motor looked more stock than the stock motor.
0: (laughs) It did, dude. It wasn't like it was shoehorned in there. It was like perfect. Yeah,
1: it was really good. And the stock oh, no. motor kind of hangs out of it, so. Now I feel like a turd.
0: Well, <laughs> I'll put these up online, and we will let the uh, listeners uh, talk about it. Last week, guess guess what? What do you think won? My scooter? Or your, I, f- I forget even what you picked last
1: week. I do too, but I only, oh, the Jigsaw. Oh, I only yeah. saw one guy vote. Me too. Does that count? <laughs> I think it counts because he voted for me,
0: uh, yeah, I know you <laughs> would, so this week uh I'll put some links in there, and actually, maybe I'll link last weeks too since since only one guy voted uh I'll put some links for last week, yeah,
1: so I'll send you so uh, a
0: catch up I'll text you that one right now, actually,
1: how do I share contact or share?
0: You figured that out. F- we're not. G- this isn't the phone podcast. <laughs> not yet. It will be soon. <laughs> we won't have anything to talk about. I share. There hey, you did you hear that? Uh, Shimiki Hamonatsu did a uh, a triple axle No, I forget her name. The, one of the women uh, figure skaters for the U.S. did a triple axle at the Olympics this weekend. It was the all the rage this week on yep. the old uh, the radio.
1: My uh, most of my bikes only have two axles though. So. I was,
0: well, the Niken, this new bike by Yamaha, has the triple axle. I wish it had zero. (laughs) And I bet you wish the zero had zero axles too. No,
1: the zero is fun.
0: So, hey, speaking of crappy bikes, um, we've got a bike to roast. Did we get one? Well, we got a couple last week.
1: Oh, okay. So, we're going to go ahead and roll with that. I'm just going to admit that I, I was thinking about it, and there is one bike that I won't roast. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to say what it is because I don't want someone to send it in. Well, I do want someone to send it in. Is but it I, don't, a
0: Yamaha I don't want
1: to give it. To, <laughs> that's an easy one to roast. I just don't want to give it out. I want it to just show up, and then I'll be like, I can't roast it. It's amazing.
0: Right. Well, for this bike, I don't even remember what the hell it is. So I'm going to have to go to the pages of creativewriting.com and find out for you. While I do but that, if it's
1: like the Aprilia, just show me. Maybe I know.
0: Uh, it's this one right here. I forget what I forget what it is.
1: It's a Jixer track bike. Or it's a, CBR, a G- or is it a CBR 600? I think
0: it's a Jixer. It's a 1 1000, I think. Okay. So, track what, bike. Uh, yeah. So this comes to us from Aaron
1: Michael. That's a perfect track bike if you wanted to. If you only have five hundred dollars to spend on a quality bike.
0: His real name is Michael Scott. He worked on the show The Office. And uh, it's got a shitty bike. Would you like to hear our intro song for Really Shitty Bikes? Sure. Oh, I already blew my
1: whole joke over it.
0: If ugly bikes were a crime, you'd be in jail. Yours should be cool, but it's an Ultimate ultimate fail. Well, let's hear your joke anyway. I forgot it. <laughs> I blew my wad. Dude, that, it's is cuz that intro music, dude, it I'm does, you. it gets
1: me going. I did a good job on that. Thank you so much to me. So, it's a Jixert <laughs> 1000 track bike, huh? I think so. There's like no headlight, no taillight. Oh, no, listen. No, okay. And but it's f- it's I'm, also like black with a little gray.
0: Yeah and that the, makes total sense the worst fucking possible... they don't want anyone
1: to know that
0: they have it well not only that but then you go shit it up with that can you see what that says right there
1: that sticker on the side is that a creative riding motorcycle <laughs> that podcast sticker
0: that's a creative like a podcast sticker you
1: know you if you're intelligent you can put an Emma's Army sticker and it like increases the value of your bike but a creative writing sticker probably decreases the value.
0: You know what they say, every sticker adds five horsepower. <laughs> Except for those ones. Why would you stick that on your bike? That's it makes for, it run like an sr
1: 250 That's for a toolbox. That's <laughs> not,
0: yeah. So first of all, let's just say this. I want I want to take some advice from a dear, cherished friend who thinks she knows a lot, but I doubt she does, and say that, there's nothing wrong with Jixers. Jixers are very popular. Your choice last week for $2500 bike was a Jixer. Jixers are great bikes.
1: Yeah, for $2500. For
0: $2500. But this Jixer, this Jixer, oh my god, let's just talk about it. First of all, you said they painted it black because what other color? <laughs> I mean, it, to make it look tough, there's only one color you could paint it, and it's black. And
1: then no one sees it.
0: They're like, "Yeah, uh, what
1: kind of bike was that yeah, that went well, by? I so was like, was I that don't that
0: even Ninja? know. Uh, geez, uh, uh, I think it was a Ninja. It was all black.
1: If you have a CBR, you paint it orange. So everyone knows. They're like, oh, dude, <laughs> do you see that CBR? Right.
0: Repsol edition. <laughs> this is Crapsol edition. Oh. And uh, 767. I couldn't think of a worst... Uh, a worse sequence of numbers to have for your race bike. I'm sorry, Aaron, but that's probably why...
1: all Does, the cool kids are taking single digits and putting mm-hmm. zeros in front of them.
0: Yes, and yours is seven sixty seven. Like how far? Do, you're you're almost at a thousand, buddy. Like you're <laughs> very far. And I'm like I don't know what that means. Anyway, uh, but I do want to say that he was very creative. I was super impressed with him because he went outside the box and he create. He took his bike and he tried to do some carbon fiber and he laid it up where the headlight used to be and did this like perfect little carbon fiber. Layup like headlight cap looked looked amazing, but then you know what? Uh He went and put on a Gixxer.
1: Yeah. So, you know what they say about polishing turds. Yeah. Or or laying polished fiber over a turd. Shame on me.
0: Yeah. Now you got a really hard turd <laughs> to break. Uh So yeah, I mean. Really. And this is Aaron Shue, by the way. Uh, I said Michael Scott and Aaron Michael and all these other things. like me. How many <laughs> names can, can you possibly have? But it's Aaron Shue from the WIR's top 10 bike list. And I just want to remind
1: people. That bike looks like it turns. Yes. This bike. Does th- he have two? He's, got, he's yeah. got a jigsaw to go in a straight line and a jigsaw to turn. Yeah. But unfortunately.
0: <sighs> That's even worse. Yeah. Unfortunately, the one that turns is faster than the one that goes in the straight line.
1: Well. That's understandable. He built it backwards and he put that creative writing sticker on it. (laughs) That's half his problem right there. It probably scared him, so he wanted to slow it down. So he's like, I know a quick way to do that. I'm going to, yeah. Where's that pile of stickers? Yeah. And if you, did you notice that he swapped the the
0: chain? So the bike actually runs in reverse. Oh, good. Good. It's
1: like a figure eight. (laughs) Dude.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
1: But if you sit on it backwards, it's like a front wheel drive car. It handles better in the snow that way. Yeah.
0: Pops wheelies backwards. So listen, Aaron. I'm gonna make up some black creative writing stickers. If you're actually at Mama Tried uh, in a couple weeks, you might be able to get your hands on some. Um, I'm not gonna tell you where to get them. Okay, go visit the Milwaukee Rivets. They might have some. But you pick yourself up a black creative writing sticker.
1: I thought you were like punning on that. I like that I was gonna take some stickers, yeah. and I'm like, news to me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Chris is going to bring some stickers up there. Hey, if I can get them here in time, you could we'll uh, do another But patch. if you are
1: going to be there, you can always come by my booth and you can buy a knife to stab your tires with. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say stab your eyes out. <laughs> stab your tires is good too. Yeah. Oh. So, dude, this bike has got to go. Aaron, uh I for, Hey, from now on, every bike that we roast, they have to send us
1: so we can ride it. Yeah. So we can or we can roast it. Yeah, we can low side it. So we can roast it. In like, person. well, it's junk now.
0: Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, just let me on it. <laughs> Problem handled. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna call this bike done and roasted and listen. S- sounds good to me. Yeah, I'm so sorry that you ride one of those, Aaron. Well, that you try to race it is actually. I mean, it's fine that you ride one. The fact that you tried to race it is where you've gone south. All right, check out Aaron's <laughs> check out creativeriding.com, top ten uh, list on the drop down menu to see Aaron and his bike in person. We got all the uh, top ten writers bios listed there, and I'm sure he'll be happy to have you.
1: We don't even have hooligans bios listed on the show. Let's that. We should. Well, you know,
0: I, in I due time. Uh, yeah, yeah. In due maybe time. by episode one seventy five or something. I touched I touched a part of Wisconsin when I made this podcast. I call it touching cotton. Mm. Uh, because I see shitty bikes like this come across, and uh, um, yeah, no, no, we we had a connection. Unfortunately, I, after I saw the bike, I wanted to break up immediately. But uh, I
1: tried to touch a piece of Wisconsin too, mm. but then I learned that was her fake stripper name. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Wait a second. Zing. It
0: was the Did
1: I just Zing myself? Yeah, I don't even know that how that works. Good. No,
0: I like that. All right. So Aaron, your bike sucks. Uh thank you. But for everybody else that rides the here you're doing good. All right. So that's that's the roast my bike section. Um,
1: I forget what else we have. Is that all we have? It's actually pretty close. We covered our, our Craigslist challenge. We covered uh fuck your bike sucks. Right. Uh, I don't have an Instagram pic because for some reason I never remember to do that.
0: Yeah. Well, I wanted to talk about something that uh, Chris Singsheim sent in. This says, I heard more lane splitting talk and I like it, but I fear the day that it's legal across the nation. Where it's legal now, riders and drivers are aware of it. And if that new law was passed making it legal... No drivers will bother to learn how a new law works and will likely try killing every bike coming between them. (laughs) And the riders, here at least, will treat it like a free-for-all and do it wrong. People are too stupid to adopt something new like that correctly. Uh, I agree wholeheartedly. People are really stupid. And if you give them an inch, they usually do take a mile. Uh, Lane splitting, in my honest opinion... Uh, I'm going to actually redo episode four, which was the sits and uh, you know talking about intel, uh, cooperative intelligent transportation systems and touching on vehicle-to-vehicle communications, because as part of the whole give-a-shift uh, you know movement that that uh, Robert started a few weeks ago, or actually a few months ago, um, part of the conversation had to deal with autonomous vehicles and how motorcycles exist in that world. And I think I talked about that way, way, way back, not just in episode four, but I talked about it again um, when they were talking about some, you know, the the BMW, Uh, I think so. It must've been in the end of 2016 when the BMW was talking about their vision for the future and how we're going to, you know, how everything's going to communicate. It's not going to be that much harder to slap a little module on a bike, really, for it to, Work to be able to communicate and be seen by other vehicles?
1: Yeah, I think uh, the Misfits were talking today about there was a science fair project someone did at some high school or something, and um, they put like CDs, hung CDs from a bicycle, and the autonomous cars could see them a lot better. Hmm. So, but yeah, I think it would be more of like a plug in thing that almost emits a signal.
0: Yeah. And if you've see, did you see the opening ceremony for the Winter Olympics? I didn't personally, but I saw on. I also did not. Yeah. On Instagram, <laughs> I saw that they used like these drones to animate a snowboarder up in the sky. So
1: they just did that over LA a couple months ago. Uh, I have a friend of mine that I went to high school with who owns a. High school in Indiana, by the way, who lives in Azusa down the street and has a shop in Monrovia, Whoa. like a special effects company. He actually
0: let's throw the let's throw the
1: city of Cleveland in here somewhere too. <laughs> <laughs> he actually, uh, well, I just think it's nuts that I grew up in Indiana and like a right. buddy went to high school with is. Well, but uh, you know what? On a side note, real
0: quick, more people that lived in San Diego move. Like I've I've met more of my friends up here than I ever <laughs> like hung out with in San. They're like, yeah, we we. Went to high school together and, like, you know, after high school, quit talking to each other. And then yeah. I move
1: up here, and we <laughs> run into so many people. But he, uh, he actually prints all our number plates for Speed Merchant and stuff, too. But yeah, he did some project, and uh, part of it was, um, they had drones just like it looked like Fourth of July in the skies, yeah. like they were doing fireworks, yeah. But it was all drones controlled, right?
0: And, and the basic, the, the the concept of this is that. They, I saw this done and demonstrated for the last couple years. What they're doing is they're showing you how uh, the same way that vehicles are going to be able to interact in this, like the drones. They got fifty of them in a room or in the sky, making a picture, whatever it is, not even hitting each other. And the ones that the demonstrations that I saw, they had fifty drones in a room doing random paths, doing random uh, like. Uh, routes, okay. ra- Random routes. So they weren't all connected to one another. They were. They were. Around. So if the route did overlap, it would see the other drone and like...
1: Right, you know but I mean saying? like it wasn't like a pre-planned... Like path, like They're route- they were kind of random, like moving around, but they yeah. could detect one another, yeah. not run into one another. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That's super rad. And so basically, that I, I believe I talked. About it, I forget if it was episode four that I talked about this in, but I, a long time ago, they like they've been doing these crazy studies in. um Ann Arbor, Michigan, I think, for since like two thousand, so for like nearly twenty years now, they've been testing autonomous vehicles, vehicle to vehicle communication, and I think you can go to M, uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yeah, I think M Planet or something like that is the name of this website that you can go to, and it's Michigan Department of Transportation. That's why it's M Planet, and they have they're like working to make America this like uh, autonomous, um, you know interconnected country based off of the models that they've shown work in their city. And if I've got any of this wrong, I apologize, but I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm on the money. <clears throat> and so basically it's the same sort of thing that as like the proof of concept that these drones can move around and not hit each other. And then the ones over the Olympics did the same thing. They animated it. They, they were all different colors and they look like a snowboarder pulling a trick in the air and none of them hit each other. And that's the whole thing with the, uh, the V to V, vehicles so to for chris's question about lane splitting in a little while i don't really think it's going to be that big of an issue because uh, people do it safely in places where it's done correctly now and and people do it unsafely without getting killed like here i mean I've, i've got split while i was splitting like a dude straight up split me uh probably going like 50 while i was splitting doing about Twenty, because you're only supposed to split. I, I, I haven't seen the new rules. I heard the Misfit Sam, and it sounded like a little slow, to be honest. But I think it. The old rules were you weren't allowed to do more than 15 miles an hour faster than moving traffic up to like 65 miles yeah. an hour, or whatever the speed limit was. And so I was doing 60, and so that means traffic was doing 45, and some dude blew by me doing like 80. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, and he split me doing like like he split think me two, while I was
1: splitting. I mean, all of us know someone that's been rear-ended sitting in a stoplight. Yeah, and I'm not down with that. Lane splitting avoids that for the most part. Um, and
0: It keeps you cool. Like, I would have died of heat exhaustion a few times.
1: It also helps decongest traffic because all the motorcycles that would be just like another car are Mm -hmm. moving through to the front, waiting on a light, Um, and it benefits you for riding a motorcycle, for taking up less space, for Mm -hmm. being able to move through a little quicker because you you can move through quicker, which is a benefit to you, and it benefits traffic yeah. doing that. And it's already a
0: reason that the and nationally, in every state, that motorcycles are allowed in the carpool lane, is because yeah. they realize that it's like taking up a little bit less of a space to let them go in there rather than blocking up and sitting and I'm, still. I'm
1: a believer, too, that if it was more dangerous, it would be illegal in California.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, they just did those studies, too, in 2014 and, and, and 15 or whatever. The Highway Patrol r- kind of re... Evaluated some of the data from the Hurt report and then redid their own um, studies with Berkeley, UC Berkeley, I believe it was, um, to show to prove that, you know, I've seen all the videos online when the when the people split lanes and run into a car, it's their fault, you know, like and, and motorcyclists. Accidents are usually caused by the motorcyclist running into something, but there are few. There are a few and a handful where the car tr- changes lanes, which they were doing illegally across the double yellow lines of the carpool lane anyway, and they hit the motorcyclist. And I don't know if you noticed when you and I were splitting before going down to Hollywood Electrics, and any time that I've ever split. Um, When the carpool lane turns to dotted lines to where they can move in and out legally, Mm -hmm. I tend to like chill right there and either not split. As fast or maybe not split at all because I yeah, see yeah, yeah. people
1: moving and then because that's when cars can go in and out and some yeah. of them are waiting on it and they yeah. definitely don't look and I I'm a I I'm bummed that like the ninety one used to be all double yellow and now it's all dashed yeah. all the way down like
0: oh, it's so hard to split on the 91. I can't
1: believe the state police let them do that because they're the ones you know they're ride it all the time yeah. like yeah. it makes it so sketchy now and the, they that freeway is so crazy I was just talking
0: about this when I went to. Um, what the hell did I go to out there? Uh, maybe it was Born Free or something, and then I went to something else out in Paris, and it was like you can't split on the ninety-one because they 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 added lanes because it was so congested. But to do that, they really added. <clears throat> excuse me, they added one lane. Width to the freeway, and then repainted the lines like closer together. It seems like so they they added two or three lanes, but they only really added one lane of pavement, mm-hmm. and they they repainted the lines a little bit closer, um, still within whatever the guy the spec for semis to fit in there. But if you see a semi now, it's literally if you were to like have like uh, two strings hanging off the back of it, it would be touching the lines on both sides where there used to be like a little bit of space. So I've always found the ninety one super hard to split on. But even then I, I've done it on there um, successfully. And yeah, in the, in the future though, like within the next f- few years, it might not be an issue. It might not be really, uh, um, it might be a moot point as to what Chris is saying, where the drivers need to know about it. Cause the cars will know about it. The, <laughs> yeah, the v- stuff I, I
2: definitely
1: think so. Up. I think, you know, it started with the detection in the mirror that tells yeah. you someone's back there. So I, I think that stuff is coming and happening. Um, and uh, you know, motorcycles split lanes so many places. Totally safe.
0: They do it already illegally I mean, in a lot of states. You know, yeah. I heard like, yeah. Cleveland Moto says they do it, and like, I know that it's not legal there, and like, a lot of people in New York, just places where it's hot and humid. Like when I went to Vegas, yeah. I couldn't believe that they don't have lane splitting in Nevada because you have people
1: die in a heat. Yeah,
0: this damn like you don't want to ride in gear because then you're like cooking, but then you sit at the light for yeah. Twenty-five minutes when you could be slowly filtering at least with a little bit of a breeze. You know,
1: I don't know. They've talked about doing it for so long, and we haven't seen it. But
0: yeah, I know. I'm I'm not holding my breath on it. I just think it's going to be more of a possibility when uh the V to V stuff happens and the mm-hmm. V to like when all these crazy little communication, the Internet of Things, is actually an interesting thing that I've thought about doing a show about just because. To get all that stuff implemented, they actually have to do security measures and stuff like that, and they actually have to do they have to get that stuff on lockdown so that hackers don't hack it and like do. Remember the movie Gremlins where like they turned all the the streetlights green and all the cars crashed and all that stuff? Like hackers could do that to a V 2 V system really easy. So it's still a little ways down the line, and that might be something for a, a future topic. But yeah, this the lane splitting thing. If you've never done it, I guess it's scary. But Rich, Rich came out here from the Loud Pipe Show last summer and did it, and it was from like a guy
1: that grew up without it. It's amazing. Yeah,
0: it's awesome, and uh, uh, I don't know, like it's pretty rad. <laughs> I got got Chris distracted by the squirrel over here looking at the. Uh, looks like my the track I was at. Yeah, it is. It's the uh, the La Moto um, website. They're doing. They're They did their little one moto.
1: Should we do a couple of Instagram pictures? Yeah, for let's the do some weeks? Instagram shout
0: outs. You let me go first on the bike show, okay. which you then won. So let me go on the Instagram <laughs> shout outs, which isn't a competition, but I hope I win.
1: <laughs> so this one, um, it's old underscore buzzard. And uh, it's old pictures of mostly cars, but it, there, he does put a decent amount of bikes in there, but it's like racing based. So. And I, I want to say, like, mostly American racing based. So, like, early NASCAR, early stock car, early sprint car, early drag racing, um, early flat track and hill climb, too. As I say that he has motorcycles, I'm scrolling through and I haven't seen any yet, but I have seen him on here. So, it's like super cool to see uh, these. Are, like, are there any buzzards? On them? <laughs> to see these, like, 50s and 60s and older and maybe some newer, but like old ass race cars. Old and it's. Yeah. So it's just super rad to see the uh I don't know, just how race cars were different, and how they've evolved and bikes too, you know. It's it's super rad. So. When I was a
0: kid, race cars had horses in the front and they were called <laughs> wagons.
1: Yeah. So it it's I don't know, it's kinda of an interesting one. So Wow. The
0: one I'm looking at is uh, pretty cool. Actually I'm gonna I'm gonna old buzzard i keep a list of all these and so i'm i follow each one i hope you guys do too and it's funny i've seen the listeners names after our shows uh, you know within a couple weeks i'll go look at some of these that we mentioned and there's listener's a whole bunch of listeners listening. names like wow we're all we're all checking out this new stuff trying to see uh get our um interest peaked so i'm gonna check that one out old buzzard is it old buzzer racing, you say?
1: No, just old, Olders- old buzzard. No, underscore buzzer. Underscore
0: buzzer. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to see if there's an actual picture of a buzzer on there because I'm <laughs> into that.
1: I haven't seen it. I think it's uh, Homer Simpson as his profile pic.
0: So the one I have is uh, Super Special Graham. I thought I'd shouted him out before, but I don't have him on my list. There was a week where this list uh, grew legs and walked under a table by itself somehow. But uh, Super Special Graham all one word. And it's super special on Instagram. It's a uh, cafe racers, bobbers, scramblers, brats, street trackers, vintage motorcycles, transformations, and various wonders. If you wonder what a various wonder is, um, yeah, you're going to have to check this site out for more. But, yeah, they got some pretty cool stuff. And it's not all just like bike XF of the web, but it is some of that. You'll you can You can look back at this thing and see some trends like – you can, see, you can see bikes when they actually had fenders on them still. <laughs> and now you can see... Pardon me. Oh, that was a crazy verb. You can see a couple bikes without fenders. So, I mean, you can see the natural progression of the hipster, uh, where it's come to, where it's come from. Um, you can see people surfing bikes. Remember when that was cool about two years ago? Like, everybody was surfing a bike. Um, yeah, that was pretty funny. I love For how like, people surf second.
1: bikes like it's hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like super impressed.
0: It's hard for me because my front tires cupped, and my, <laughs> my I crashed my bike. The frame's probably crooked, but um but yeah, no. There's there's a whole bunch of cool stuff on here. So Pro check. tip:
1: pull the choke or turn the idle up, though. <laughs> <laughs> if but you don't, if you're trying to slow down, they get wobbly. Or put duct tape over your carb. <clears throat> right? Am I right? It didn't idle good. Oh man, did it race good. It did wide open. Oh. It would it would sputter and cough in the middle of the corner, and then it would just run like a raped ape. Hmm, that sounds like a lot like me. Speaking <laughs> of raped ape, I'm getting my ape
0: drape on, which is my uh, mullet. I'm growing a mullet out. I'm coming for you, Larry Enticer. Um, by this time next year, I hope to have at least an 18 inch, maybe skulllet going. On. I might, might lose some hair uh, by that time, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna grow out the hair. My wife's been giving me shit about it. She's like, oh, you want to look like Wiggins? And I was like, honey, Wiggins, I could never look like Wiggins. <laughs> but uh, but I am coming for you, Larry Enticer. I'm I'm growing out the uh, the mullet again from ten years ago when I had one. Um, hey, let's get into some uh, stuff. Upcoming events here. Now we all know that uh, this last weekend was chalk chock full uh not only was the one show and the bring your own carbs at yaz's garage but the ims show where the energica was released but this weekend there's a couple things happening too the foothill ride put on by ramming speed racing they uh, rescheduled it from last weekend. They're going to be leaving Pro Italia kickstands up at 10 a.m. I think if you get there by 9, you can get some donuts and waffles or whatever the Italians love to eat, and uh, check that out. They're going to be riding all over the foothills of California, which is why it's called the Foothill Ride, and that includes like Tujunga, probably some Angeles Cres. They're probably going to loop around through there. You'll see some old movie sets probably. Um, you'll probably go past some crazy – Parts that you've seen in the video game uh, San Andre- Grand Theft Auto San Andreas um, and some of that stuff. So check that out. Uh, Wigs. Uh, I'm not going
1: to be able to make it. I'm bummed. But yeah, you're going to be out. It sounds like fun. And and tell him Wiggins said hi because that's who I do all of my not all of them. That's who I do a lot of my track days with. Yeah. We're what gonna are make- you
0: going to be doing? I forget. Uh, you're going to be.
1: Uh, I might have a super secret concrete practice session with. Oh yeah, the that's butcher. right. That's right.
0: You're going to be doing that, honing the skills for the Mamatrad, which is coming up uh, in a couple weeks. Um, The twenty third Let's go to the twenty second here. The twenty second through the twenty fifth, the Swiss Moto Show is happening in Zurich. Ooh. I forget the name of. The, I couldn't pronounce the name of the hall. I saw that it said Hall Three, but I couldn't pronounce the name of the place where it's at. So if you're into, if you're in Switzerland, uh, look up the uh, Swiss Moto Show. happening in Zurich. The twenty. 20- Third through the 25th is the Washington, D.C. IMS, where they probably won't be announcing anything, um, but it's going to be at the Walter Washington Convention Center, which I always thought Washington, D.C. was named after George Washington. Apparently, it's Walter Washington. Um, 24th, maybe. No they, relation. No, really. They, they might be. I actually looked up. What about up, Washington State? I actually looked up. Uh, washington today because it was part of my son's homework and i did not know that he had nine he was like one of 10 kids so walter washington may well be like an actual washington (laughs) uh the art ride with rick james coming up at legacy brewing brew god dang it i can't say that on the 24th um starts at five o'clock so check that out also, uh, the uh, Little Leagues start up that day as well. And my kid, my six-year-old kid, is playing uh, softball this year, or baseball. And so I'm getting excused from opening day to go down to Art Ride. I'm going to ride the 250 down there, pop some wheelies, buy some art, and ride it home. Uh, the 24th and the 25th, how come you're not going to be at Art Ride, Wiggs? I'm going to be in Milwaukee. What are you going to be doing in Milwaukee?
1: flat out friday mama tried
0: oh my god so if you're going to be in Milwaukee go check out the wigmeister at uh, mama tried there's going to be some racing there's going to be uh that's flat out friday is it also forty-five minutes from the show, from the Mama Show? No, it's like
1: four to five minutes. Okay, four to. Five. But if you see a bunch of uh, Hooligan Flat Trackers with no headlights riding through town, just look the other way. Yeah, like just, the cops usually seem to. Or just yeah, or just
0: look at them and wave and draw yeah. a lot of attention. Um, the twenty-second, I believe, we're going to have a drop in here, so we'll know. But the um, the Milwaukee Rivets are putting on a great pre-party. And you can hear all about that. Uh, well, you heard all about that. Wait, there,
1: the 27th? That would be a post 22nd. Oh, okay.
0: 22nd. So. Um, is that Friday? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Why, why or is it Thursday? I just have a, a list of dates. I don't have a calendar.
1: Moto <laughs> America giving Church of Choppers some love.
0: Yeah, that is a bitching. That is a bitching goodsy. Is it guzzy or gutsy like pizza? I think it's gutsy. More gutsy like I pizza. Think it's,
1: I think it's more like But I
0: like too. guzzy because that sounds kind of scuzzy.
1: Um, <laughs> oh, the 20 Seconds on Thursday, where's that party at? Fuel Their uh, Fuel Milwaukee cafe. Rivets
0: and the Fuel Cafe are getting together, yeah.
1: Okay. Because uh, Harley's putting some stuff on that night too, though. So At their it, little uh, cafe by the museum. Hmm. It may be in conjunction. I don't know. Or well, maybe like the Harley place gets tired and closes down early, yeah. and then you go over Because to, everyone that rides
0: Harley Davidsons is over sixty years old nowadays. Do we
1: have? Hey, do, <laughs> do we have any contacts with the Milwaukee Rivets? We
0: do. Narissa. Never heard of him.
1: Because <laughs> it's, <a, laughs> it's a girl. Um. <laughs>
0: This is going south on the the 25th, the SoCal Cycle Swap Meet. It's the last Sunday of every month, so check it out. Bring a wagon or a lunch pail. I don't know. However however big parts you need, bring bring something appropriate and uh, check them out. They are at the... Long Beach Memorial Stadium. I don't know where they are. just look up SoCal Cycle Swap meet on the Instagram.:
1: Yeah, It's Veterans Stadium.:
0: Veterans Stadium. I knew it's I was right by it the wrong. airport. Yeah, like the Lou Davis Memorial Veterans Stadium. It's got a long name. Uh, March 3rd, the backroads or bust, which is a timed backroad blast from Brisbane to Byron in Australia. Uh, also the third at Lake Elsinore, the off-road swap meet. Um, on the 10th of March, Moto Chop Shop is having their five-year anniversary party. On the 11th of March, uh, the Hell on Wheels Scramble out at Lake Elsinore is happening. Go check that out. It's vintage-friendly. Uh, the 18th of March, the street to track at Sacramento Raceway Park. Our friends over at Steady Garage turned us on to this one. It's 8th Mile Drags and Minibike Show. Uh, March 31st, the Outliers Guild Moto Show, which is happening in a overpopulated city with no parking and a, <laughs> in a warehouse where <laughs> you won't be able to get to it. That's how you know it's going to be a good show. It's going to be a great show here in Los Angeles. It's our answer to the hand-built and the one and flat out or uh, mama tried
1: but we already have born free so we don't really need to answer Oh uh, I know
0: but see born free is in Orange County technically mm. so I think that they're like we need something cool like the OG Moto show the Outliers Guild which isn't really an outlier because it's the same bikes that basically tour around to all these other shows anyway. So go check that out. Uh, If you don't want to drive down to Bar Free and have to camp out and pay to walk onto some steamy grass, just go to the OG (laughs) Moto Show instead. Uh, Also, uh, this is crazy. From March 31st to April 29th, so damn near a whole month in, oh my God, I hope I can, in Bengaluru, India, there's a Moto Art Show at the People Tree Art Gallery Uh, Check that out. It's a month long, and it's all motor-related art. Uh, We think we're so BA because we got Harley and Indian, and we had Crocker and Thor and companies like that here. But India probably has the most motorcycles in the world, like per capita, like riding around India. So really apropos to be having this art show there. It's a whole month long. I hope I said that right. Bengaluru, India, um, Moto Art Show. People Tree Art Gallery, and then uh, the thing I'm excited about in March, and I, I mentioned this on the last show. You weren't around when I mentioned it, so I hope you're on board with me for this. <laughs> you were already out of here, but the third through the ninth is Daytona Bike Week. Are we going? We're we're going. <laughs> I didn't oh, have, surprise. Tell my work. <laughs> yes, and wife, and uh, tell my wife too, right? Um, but Daytona Bike Week's coming up, and what that means is that that's the opening uh, season for the flat track. You know, That's the opening day for flat track season. They're going to be having yeah. the TT there on the uh, Twins, yep. the TT on the Singles. And I was trying to find if they're going to have the Daytona 200. I can't see them missing the Daytona 200. They even had it last year when there was like a zero spot, like a local club ran it last year because the AMA dropped the ball on it. Um, uh, like,
1: not even don- the Moto America?
0: Like nobody – Oh, like the people that own the rights to the, that's the problem is the people that own the rights to it can't, didn't license it out to Crave, which is, runs the Moto America. Mm. Um, and they are like the Daytona Sports Group or something. They're kind of like Dorna or something like that. I don't, I don't understand who owns it. All I understand is that last week or last year, it was so like going to be the first year that didn't happen in like, I don't know, like 60 years or something. And so, uh, like a local club put it on last year. Hmm. And and so I'm I I haven't found any news about it happening, but I'm sure that the Daytona 200 has got to happen. You know, people used to come from around the world. Um it was sort that that used to be sort of like the Isle of Man. Yeah. Uh for or the Sebring, like Sebring is a good uh comparison for cars, you know, where people from other countries wanted to come test their metal in America at the Daytona 200. And now it's like Is it even going to be happening? I don't know, but we'll find out. Uh, April 14th is the Hippie Killer Hoedown, and April 27th through 29th, Babes in the Dirt, which is, from what I gather, is like a babes ride out for dirt bikes only. And then in May, the 4th and the 5th is the Quail up in NorCal. I believe Brady Walker from Ramming Speed Racing is putting on the Californian, which happened here last year, and I didn't find out about it until the day of... um, and so I totally missed it. But that's the, that's the quail of SoCal, and it's happening here at Santa Anita Raceway Park. It makes sense. It's like a beautiful, world-class horse racing facility, and they're going to have like fancy cars and motorcycles there.
1: Maybe we can drive the Plymouth down.
0: Uh, yeah, the Plymouth would totally fit there. And then uh, somehow the SR <laughs> right. So, uh, and then May 13th the Hell on Wheels scrambles out at Glen Helen. so Hell on Wheels is just getting back into full swing this year wait
1: we missed a big one we did March 24th final oh, accidental final round of the Veggie Play Classic it's so accidental I didn't even have it down I say accidental because we planned on like one for new bikes and one for old bikes and then the first one is so successful we added new bikes to the second round I'm going to call this VP3 Sure. And then is this is uh, happening out of Paris at Paris Raceway again. We're going to add a little bit for the riders. If any riders are interested, we're going to add a round of racing probably before the national anthem. Maybe we might see. I don't know. Steve will work magic with the schedule, so we'll see. But I told him we could always just do that. Um, but. It's going to be super fun. Is it's, there going to be Speedway again this time? There's also going to be Speedway. It's also going to be Handicap like it's been. I'm going to have to rewind the tape, but I, what I think just came out of my
0: mouth wasn't even English.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, it will be... Uh, so it should be fun. I'm, it's unlimited to writers this time. I said... Let's let's make it unlimited, see how many riders we can get. And he was like, Yep, we'll make it work. So what are the classes? Is there a, is there a fooligan class where you can run like small bikes? Nope. With street tires? Oh okay, nope. great. Just um uh, Hooligan, but it's handicap starts. So if you're real slow, I'll put you on the zero. And then um, Brad Spencer will pass you in turn two. <laughs> Starting from the <laughs>
0: One lap down. Yeah, pretty well, pretty much. <laughs> you should, you should do a super handicap where he starts like <laughs> literally three quarters. He's gonna of the look behind up. himself to see the Just light see the, turning
1: yeah. green. <sighs> But yeah, I mean it's good fun. He's actually coming back, so you know it's gonna be it'll be pretty busy. I think so I got prepared to get your ass kicked. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta put out the uh, you know get the get the riders involved. But that guy looks so huge to me too. By well, the way. he wears like a lot of us. He wears gear under his sweatshirt. He's not just wearing a sweatshirt. I mean, he's not a small dude, but you know he, he has like gear on under. But he that, looks like so he's it eight makes feet him tall too. Lo- it makes him look huge. Yeah. yeah. God, so someone I don't wanna, saw me, not that I'm skinny either. They're like, "Oh, you're so much smaller than I thought you were," and I was like, "I guess well, that's thank good." Thank you. But no, I'm but like, "Oh, I always have a leather. Like, I wear a leather jacket under my jersey." Yeah. So I'm not one of those moto dudes, If I, I know. Come on, guys. Like,
0: yeah. I'm. I'm glad that. Uh, I'm glad that they're wearing leathers and stuff at uh, the races nowadays. And I
1: have uh, good news for our listeners. Uh, I'm not gonna be here next week. Yeah. I'm hitting the road after work on Monday. Is that good news for you guys? I don't know. Does anybody want to drive with Wiggins? So he's, are you <laughs> driving solo? Yeah. God dang it,
0: you idiot. Yeah. You need to have somebody drive with you.
1: Well, I didn't know I was, and then my buddy's like, I got work to finish up. <sighs> I can't go. And I was like, oh. So that's Dude, why I'm leave Monday instead I, of I'm Tuesday not morning.
0: Ha- I'm not happy about that. I, I've driven long trips um, solo before I've driven long trips with somebody and even though I drove yeah. for like 18 hours straight with when no someone sleep, talks to you it yeah, helps a lot yeah for that's sure
1: what it, ta- what it took so I've done that trip in the same amount of time before or pretty similar to it so it shouldn't be that big a deal I, I'm supposed to be there Thursday by noon um, people are just going to have to deal with what they can deal with or Harley can pace to take so time of. So Chris
0: Singsime just uh, sent in another message. Don't let Wiggins drive that whole way. <laughs> He's going to fly
1: out, get in the truck. Dude, um, yeah, come on. But no, if and if anyone is uh, in or around or if they go to the Mama Tried show, well... Try to go to the race on Friday, although I believe it's sold out, so I don't know what you do. I don't know if they'll open the nosebleed section or what. Um, And if you're at the show Saturday, stop by the Vanilla Cycles booth. Uh, Caroline will be there with some artwork. Oh, no kidding, rad. And I will be there selling knives, so bring a bunch of cash.
0: I saw her cryptic uh, messages on Instagram, and I wasn't sure if she was coming or not. And by the way, thanks, Instagram, for just posting on, like, today tuesday thanks for just posting all this uh stuff that's going to be happening on saturday <laughs> like i'm looking at the feeds like going, last saturday that you, already yeah, happened yeah, yeah. yeah
1: oh my goodness I,
0: i've been looking at it going oh all these people's posts are just now popping up i'm so excited for the one moto race to get started yeah, right? like dude that ended like uh 48 hours ago m- i have to more. say
1: thanks to to caroline so she uh I decided to the last race, so I bought, I, I learned also this week, I think I bought her first um, custom mug. She's, oh, no kidding. She was starting about doing them, and I was like, oh, I'll buy one. So I bought one, and she sent me two, and uh, so the one just kind of, it's like a random person or random image, so... Not image, it's a it's a racer, but not necessarily like well it wasn't me, so that means it's random. Right. So uh I decided I would give it out for the last round of the veggie plate classic. Oh rad. And she was super excited, so she said, let's do it some more. So we got together and we're she's we're getting a double a double, a dozen made. And uh she like was halfway through making them. And, a double means six two times. Yeah. And uh <laughs> Hit up Jeffrey Carver because she works with Carver and does custom mugs for him that he sells through his website or something. Yeah. So if you are into Caroline's work and Jeffrey Carver is a flat track racer, you can support it both. Bad. So she hit him up, and some of them are going to be Jeffrey Carver, SoCal Hooligans, um, and they're going to be trophies for the racers. Like something super cool that's like useful and artistic and creative and not a plastic trophy you put on the wall. And, and you can use it, yeah, if you so choose it, so um, I just want to say thanks that's super cool that she wants to do that, and I saw like after like right after that. Uh, I'm pretty sure that the super hooligans hit her up and they're buying some for something similar. Bam. And then uh, someone else just did, I don't know. I mean, she's, she's staying busy with it, so that's good. I mean, that's it's cool to see that,
0: that grow. I saw about 673 boxes arrive on one of her pictures. <laughs> right. And I was like, oh, my God, that's a long weekend. And they're like, I'd get... She does them all by hand,
1: right? I mean, yeah, like, yeah, they're all dude. each individually hand-done. Oh it's not like one and printed on. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. nuts. Keefers, creepers. I saw, um, and not only that, have you ever tried to draw on something round?
0: Yeah, that's the other thing I was going to say. That Is it like... Insane. And slippery.
1: Yeah. Um, Nate was at the race this weekend and the show this weekend, and, uh, so he had his like art set up. It was super cool. Yeah. I got a carver and a jasper pretty excited and then um, since Brad Baker was at the event he went over and uh, got Brad to sign one he actually gave Brad one and then got Brad to sign one Rad. so that's super cool yeah Damn.
0: well there you have it folks uh, it's gonna be fun and check them out if you, if you are in the area which I know a lot of you guys are gonna be up there a lot of the Wisco crew,
1: Aaron... A lot uh, of those top 10 guys are going to come to beat me up at the show. I was going to say, Aaron, don't,
0: don't,
1: don't. I hope Aaron doesn't show
0: up. <laughs> We're be like, How, How can jinxer? you make fun
1: of this jigsaw? <laughs> you ride a friggin' sports <laughs>
0: <laughs> so so check it out and uh, yeah guys have a good uh, have a good week thanks I want to say thanks to last week's guest Amanda Zitto who you ran into yes in I, I met her at Portland officially yeah. it, and uh, thanks to Motorcycles and Misfits for the wonderful show you put out where Liza wasn't there <laughs> <laughs> oh alright is that your sign off
1: that's it alright Check out Logan Jesus and give me a high five. Thanks. Uh, and I realized that's probably one percent. And I've got in like through my phone and my other Gmail, and it's like, oh, it'll just go to this one. But I tried sending myself an email, and it didn't go to that one. Yeah,
0: you have to go. To, you have to. It sent you a confirmation code that you need to enter.
1: <laughs> I did something. <laughs> okay. All right, I'll try it again.